Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. Welcome to another episode of The Pulse. I am your host, Rachel Schoenbaum, and I am so thrilled to be sitting down today with Paul Sparaza, originally of Vox Audio and still sort of with Vox Audio. Yeah, um, I'm still with Paul's, them. Yeah, Paul's been performing as a singer since 1996. He's entertained worldwide audiences at Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, on Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines, Luxor Las Vegas, and Planet Hollywood Las Vegas. Welcome, Paul. How are you? Ah, it's great to be here, Rachel. It's great to be here. It's been a roller coaster, you know. For I've, sure. You know, I've been, it's been a roller coaster to getting out and preaching the gospel of acapella and doing that for many years and now actually becoming a school teacher and awesome. teaching acapella to you know I have an acapella program at the middle school and high school level and uh, it's a lot of fun I think and thank you very much for having me on the show sure I would love to start off for the people who aren't familiar with your origin story in acapella if you could take us through a little bit of how you got to where you are now wow <laughs> was a long 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 time ago there was no I I was a singer at Universal Studios. I got my first gig, you'd say, doing a doo-wop group that used to sing in front of Mel's Drive-In at Universal Studios. So, you know, going, hey, da, da, ding, da, da, ding, da, ding, da, you know, all these kind of, do, you know, doo-wop-y kind of songs. And that's where I met Shalisa and Jeremy of Vox Audio. We all used to do that gig and then, uh, and Renee. And then all of a sudden, Renee had this idea, hey, let's do a fringe festival. Let's do a fringe festival. And um, let's face it, at that time, groups like Blue Man Group and Blast were out there. They were making a big name for themselves off Broadway. And hey, let's do a theater show based on acapella. So we put all these songs together. I didn't know we didn't know anything about beatboxing, anything like that at the beginning. We were like, okay, let's this went over really well. This went over really well. So I was like, hey, let's go take it to off Broadway. And we went off Broadway with our theater show, won the Drama Desk Award for unique theatrical experience. You know, this is all way, way, way before the Pentatonics and way before, you know, at that, that point, there were like five groups on the planet, you know, it was like <laughs> that people knew of. There was like the House Jacks, there was Take Six, Take Six, Impact for sure. And then there was us off Broadway doing off, you know, weird stuff. So we did Off-Broadway after that. We went to trips for Japan. I toured the world. I've been on almost every on every Royal Caribbean cruise line ship. I've been on almost every every ship. And I've been to almost every country that wants to braid my hair and offer me marijuana. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster. We did Vegas after that. And then we had a sit down in Vegas for a long time at the Luxor Hotel and then and Planet Hollywood after that. And then I just decided, you know what? I can't, I have two daughters. I can't travel too much, especially in Vegas, leaving my daughters in Vegas by themselves. So they need a father. They need a father. So I decided to go into teaching. I've always honestly kept connections and have been a big proponent of education. My parents were teachers. And during my travels, I made some really wonderful friends. I made some really wonderful friends with some great educators. And they're like, hey, Paul, can you come in and motivate my kids and come in clinician? And that's what I did for years. I came in as a clinician. I beatboxed for the kids, showed them how to do this, make it look cool. They're like, no way, man. He's doing making drums with his mouth. I'm like, okay, cool. And then a couple educators, Athena Mertes of Thurman White Academy and Megan Frankie of Las Vegas Academy of the Arts, they said, can we have a program here that you can teach? And here I am now. I get out there and I teach kids acapella. I have two acapella programs. I teach and I do I'll teach them 
technical design, how to set up sound, because it's such an important thing in acapella. And here I am today, you know, still educating and still trying to preach the gospel of acapella, <laughs> because I think it's a cool medium. I think it's a really cool way now for kids to express themselves. Mm. And it, it's a wonderful release, especially in a time when they're all like pent up inside and try to get out and be creative. It, it's a really cool place to be. And there's a big community of people still. I mean, it's a big, huge community of people who are still looking for those opportunities, looking for people to work with, looking for people to be collaborate with. And it, it brings people together. Absolutely. If you can talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you find with specifically working with middle school kids and, and high school kids, what are some of the challenges? Oh, it's like herding cats. <laughs> it's really, it, it's with as much, my philosophy is this believe performing knows no age. It doesn't make a difference if you're in high school. It doesn't make a difference if you're in middle school. Performing knows no age. And that means to be a professional performer, the only thing that's different between you or myself and an amateur is lack of fear. Anybody can perform at a professional level. They have to see it. They have to feel what it feels like to uh, feel it be at a professional level. And that's my job as a performance coach. And that's what I consider myself as, as a performance coach. My job is to push you way past the level you thought was professional and show you where it really is. And for the challenges that you face, it's just so it's mainly social stigma. It's the social stigma of, I, I don't want to look stupid. It's like, this is, you know, I, I am giving my best. I'm like, no, you're not. It's like, there's so much more. You have to become fearless. You cannot care what everybody else around you is thinking. Sing out, sing wrong, and then we can fix it. And then it's finding those, breaking down those walls and finding a solution to those issues that we, we you strive for. And it's a constant battle. It's a constant battle because everything's under the microscope. All your feelings are under the microscope. I have kids who feel their feelings and those feelings have more feelings. So uh, it's trying to get past that. It's trying to have them prop them up and use the extroverts to help your introverts to really create an even playing field so kids can perform at their maximum potential. And that's what it's about. That's what it, it is about in a nutshell. And that's what the challenges we face when we're dealing with the high school level, especially on a time where we do, we're, we're all virtual right now. Yeah. I mean, this whole past year has been extremely challenging. I would say, yeah. say challenging and to, to get kids to be like, all right, we're here, we're in this together. We're a team and everybody has to give. And you have some kids who are, especially the middle school level, just like, oh man, but I haven't seen my friends in a year. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm here for you, pal. Let's work. Let's fold. Let's work and move forward and create something cool. And that's what we do with a lot of these projects that, that we've done. All the the audio that you're about to hear, that I know the audience is about to hear. We created this all on our cell phones. This is all from basically them recording it on their cell phone, sending it to me via email. They email their track to me. I'm like, I recorded my part and I was listening to it on this ear, my left ear. It was my part was in this ear. I was singing it on my right ear, and then I just sent it to you. I would put it in a session and then be like, all right, you did that good. You did that well. And let's move on to the next section. 
Yeah. So we, at the very end, you engineer it and then you make a video to it. And you hope at the end of the day that it's like, look at the work that you did. Look at that. Oh, yeah. And and it's great. Rachel, it's great work. My oh, yeah. are putting out there. It doesn't sound like middle school. You go there. You're like, whoa, that's middle school. Huh? I'm like, yeah. And I'll promise I promise you they sound like that live. My kids. Not, it's not only engineered in studio, but when we get out there, they sound like that live. They want to get back to that so badly. I feel for them because they want to get back to the live stage where they can do their 20 minute sets and feel the audience applause, feel the rush of the audience applause. That's what makes acapella so exciting, our contemporary acapella so exciting because they got to feel what a lot of the students who are sixth graders got to feel what that's like. But a lot of the eighth graders now, they're like, oh man, well, we don't get to perform in front of audiences anymore. But this is the internet is just another performing space. And mm-hmm. if you look at it as another stage that you get to perform on and that people get to give you feedback, I- I'm not lying. Learning this performing space has not been easy and without its challenges, but you try to, I mean, I know a lot of teachers who've had to crash course into video engineering. For sure. And sound engineering to come up with something that's viable. But luckily, that's kind of the thing we focus on at Big Steps is getting videos out and putting that step back. Well, I'd love to, I'd love to talk a little bit more about the music you have given us Don't Stop Me Now, which is a personal favorite. I love this song so much. It's such a uplift. I try to find when I'm choosing material for middle school, man, I get a lot of suggestions from my kids. Hey, can we do the song by Dua Lipa? And can we do this song by, you know, Kanye West? It only drops the F-bomb four times. You know, it's like I try to appeal to a broad audience. I try to find material that resonates with a broad audience. And with songs like Don't Stop Me Now, it's timeless. And you're like, okay, how can I take this song and arrange it for middle school voices or high school voices? And that's the thing. It's trying to make it accessible and to really showcase it in in, in a good light. It's a lot of fun though. Don't Stop Me Now. I mean, like I said, we have so many songs that we go through. It's my middle school. Because my middle school is, I would say, they're solid. They're really, really dedicated. And we have, like I said, four 20-minute sets. That's 20 minutes. I, I, I work on that. I don't learn three songs and we do it for show. We do three songs and then we learn three songs more. And then we learn three songs more. We don't forget anything. That's the concept that I like because then even at three months, think about it this way. If you're singing a song for only three months and you're putting it on for show, that show that's that song is not necessarily in their skin. It's like when you have a song that you just memorize back and forth and you perform it on stage over and over at Disney World. When I was singing at Disney World, we did six shows a day, five days a week. And we did the same songs. We had three sets and we did that. And those songs, you could do them in your sleep. Oh, yeah. You could do them in your sleep at that point when you're doing that many shows. The same concept I feel it should exist at the middle school level. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I have a group that does these songs. And when they go out in front of different audiences, that, those songs are going to be just crush every time. But the, it's in their skin. But I come from a different school. This is how we did it at Disney. This is how we did it at Universal Studios. I'm not going to sit here. Okay, well, I did those three songs. Oops, you can forget those. And now we're going to move on to the next one. I'm like, no, you remember it. And we add one on top every year. And those kids have to learn it. The sixth graders come in, they're like, oh, stressed out. They're like, yeah, step up. This is the, but they want it. They want to be part of the program. They want it. The eighth graders bring them up to the level of where they need to be. And it's amazing what the peer to peer dynamic can do. It's amazing what kids, there's only so much I can do as an educator. It's like, do it, do it, do it. But if the kids see other kids motivating them, empowering them to go forward, it is such a powerful tool for teaching. I'm like, you know what? Help your boy. 
help your boy because <laughs> I can't I can't help him anymore. Help him up because you know he needs help. Yeah. Well, let's actually take a listen to "Don't Stop Me Now." Here it is. Hold up, hold up there, past me. We don't have a license to play music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview uninterrupted, including all the fantastic music that's involved, go to akaville.org and become a member. Thanks. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled interview. Awesome. I, I mean, it's just so much fun. I love that song. It is such a great rendition. And you're right. You can't tell, right? You can't tell that that middle schoolers right it's middle school and, and it's such a cool thing because if you look at the video if they can they can go online and yeah. go to T TWA big steps and you look at the video it shows their energy it mm. shows their performance because like I said this is a performance space right. if you go and see the video you're going to look at these kids and they're going to be throwing it at the camera like nobody else's business because that's what you do that's how you do it and yeah it's hard to get kids there and as a performance coach i have to move 90 miles an hour to keep kids motivated to get there i'm granted when you're sixth graders or eighth graders now you're like oh man i don't have to, i don't usually worry anymore about it but it's a lot of energy to get in there and perform at that level it, and it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of time we have to do the recording process and then we have to go do the video process afterward it's a lot and it's not like i went to college for this i mean there's right. a plethora of tools out there being youtube to learn how to do these things even at, at a base mm -hmm. level and mm -hmm. but that's the thing i care about this and i want to show people and share and i think it's something that you know, as an educator we want to give this to all our kids. And if anything I can do to help the education and the spread of how we do this, and that's what it's about. It's about paying it forward yeah. to, because I know a lot of teachers are hurting out there. I know a lot of teachers are like, oh my gosh, what do I do? This is so hard to teach choir. It's just so hard to teach choir outside or when you're not in the classroom. So anything I can do to help the education community, that's what TWA Big Steps is about. And that's what Las Vegas Academy of the Arts is all about it for yeah. me that's what it's about it's paying getting out there and bringing more people together because we can do it get over the hump we're going to be back in class in just a little bit but if you guys need help with arranging if you guys need help with coming in motivating your kids i'm more than happy to zoom come in big box so you know it's all that <laughs> kind of stuff to keep kids excited because they need the outlet i have so many with as many kids as i do have at the high school and middle school level yeah you can see some kids are just glassed <laughs> over and it's like okay man come back to the light let's get in the game well, it sounds like you really want to be there for people. And we're going to take a moment to listen to I'll Be There, produced by Paul. We did this project at a time when the first responders were first coming out. And we wanted to say thank you to the first responders. We did this I'll Be There. If you look at the video on YouTube as well, there's a really heartfelt, touching video of us wanting to thank the first responders. And this is what it sounds like. Here it is. Hold up, hold up there past me. We don't have a license to play music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview uninterrupted, including all the fantastic music that's involved, go to akaville.org and become a member. Thanks. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled interview. That was so lovely. It was really, really special. Yeah, thank you. You know, it's like I said, the power of young voices. It gives you hope for the future. What do you find the most rewarding about what you do? Oh, wow. Wow. I don't know. I, I get 
to live vicariously through my kids. I get、mm. to see them change almost instantly. I get to see a shy kid come out of his shell and become、mm. a leader. I get to see these kids working as a team. Like I would, it's validation. I get、mm. validation that what I'm doing works. I get validation every day to know that performing through my kids, performing knows no way. It, it is correct. I was right in the fact that you know what, it's good work any way you look at it. And like I said, it's not just what I did; it's what the kids as a whole did. It is a collaborative effort, and the only way you can do that is to make them fearless. And you get to see that. I mean, it's been truly amazing because both my daughters—I have teenage daughters now—and、mm. they both went through my program. The one at the high school level went through my program at the high school level, and my middle school kids. My daughter was part of the middle school program. She's now a. Freshman in high school, so I got to see that as well, and that's pretty cool for me. And that's the thing to have kids come back because once you're in big steps or in my program, a lot of my kids come back and help. And、mm-hmm. I'm like, come on in, man. That the water's great. I need more people. My base. His name is Kevin, and I think he's going to be a junior this next year. He's in all the time with my kids. He's like, hey, man, here, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to be like, Kevin, go over there, help your boy, teach him what I taught you, and then he does. And these kids become such wonderful teachers, and、mm-hmm. just and they help. They are strong in their own right, and they can contribute to their own acapella programs at their schools, and it's great. That to me is how that's that's reward enough. That、yeah. I mean, that's me paying. It forward. It's、so、like I said. As educators, we don't make lots of money. We don't. <laughs> as educators, you know, so to go out there and take the small victories, take、yeah. the small victories, and hope that y- you might not be saving the whole, but you know, you can't save the many, but inspire the few. Yeah. And okay, that's what it's about. Have you been able to see that come full circle? Have some of the kids that you've taught go on to teach themselves? Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that that's just. Oh, you feel really old when that happens. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember why I taught you in middle school, and now I'm teaching again. And it's like I have kids who send me letters. I have some success story that through the years, ten or fifteen years later, they're like, hey man, I remember what you said in that workshop we did. And I became a teacher, and I still live by those today. And you know, of not being, of being fearless, trying to get out there, and not wasting the time of trying to, you know, really figure out what's going on. Just go out there and do it, because you know what? It's a blink. High school is a blink. You know, middle school is a blink. So it's like go out there and put your A game out to, you know, for the world to see. If you want to do this, it's not for the weak of heart. Yeah, it's gonna suck sometimes. It's gonna be like, oh man, oh, that didn't go well, or the mic. Cut out when I ride in my solo, or there's gonna be times when it's low. It's what we do after that. To I mean, that will help us grow. That shows、yeah. growth. So yeah, I have. It's been pretty cool having those success stories. I actually have a su- success story like that as well. When one kid e- emailed me, and then it made me think about. The people who inspired me, and one of the、yeah. great directors that inspired me was Andre Thomas. From he's the head professor at FSU, and Andre Thomas, he's a phenomenal. He's one of the greats. You、yeah. know, it's like he'd step into a room, and the every the room would go silent because the, the just the aura of this man was just like whoa. But I had the same kind of experience when my teacher brought him into our room, into、mm-hmm. our classroom when I was a kid, and I sent Andre Thomas a letter 19 years later. 
saying, wow. hey, this kid sent this to me and it, it's very much the same way you made me feel, you know, and it's basically he passed it down. It was so cool. I have it actually framed on my wall. He sent me the response and it was like, it was cool. We unite. He's like, we, unite, we may not be rich monetarily, but we are rich in what we do and how important it is. And it's that kind of thing where you're like, okay, I'm on the right path. I feel like I'm on the right path. And that's why music is my calling, you know, to do this and to pay it forward and to reach as many people as we possibly can is the kind of how it's supposed to work. Absolutely. Well, for folks who would like to reach out and have more interaction with you, whether through your clinician work or otherwise, how can people get a hold of you? You can reach me through um, Paul Sparaza. Uh, it's two, you know, two R's, two Z's. Uh, I'm sure you can post up a link, Paul Sparaza at Gmail. And let me know. I have arrangements that I just, I, I, like I said, I do everything by rote because middle school kids can't read music very well. And we work out in sections. So in the left ear, I have your part. In the right ear, I have everybody else's part. And you, your kid lives with his part in his left ear for a week. And then I test you and I'd be like, where are you at? And but most of the times I just do a verse and a chorus. If I can do a verse and a chorus, that means I can, you know, rinse and repeat and just change things a little bit. Keep that feel. If you listen to that, don't stop me now. What we did earlier is the same thing. I just taught you the verse and the chorus. And we just made minor adjustments to create show, to create that performance, because mm-hmm. that's what it's about. I want their best performance. And to Absolutely. do that, yeah. But yeah, Paul Sparaza at Gmail and or and please check out TWA Big Steps online. You can see all the videos. We actually have a new one coming out in a couple weeks. I love doing the old school stuff. We're doing Grooves in the Heart. Grooves hey, in the Heart Factory. No, no, no. This oh. one is Delight. Delight. Oh, Delight. Sorry. Yeah. Delight. Yeah. And so we're doing um, that. And they crush it. They just yeah. really, really crush it. So we're actually in the video making process. So hopefully by the end of this month, the end of this month, we will be able to make, you know, release that. And that's the thing every, hopefully we can get something out every month and a half, every month and a half, we try to release something or get something new that people can see and keep the kids moving. And if you guys, like I said, if your listeners need help, more than happy to come in and say, Hey, what's up? You know, (laughs) that's what it's about. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been so great talking to you and hearing about your approach and the things that you have going on. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's great to be a part of a a very supportive, warm community to know that programs like yours exist. Uh, I was just on with, you know, Justin Goldich, Aka Education. I was doing his program just like a week and a half ago. Let's spreading it forward. It's something that's needed. It's, I, I hope that more people tune in. I hope more people, more younger listeners, you know, realize that, hey, there's, this is a really cool resource of to know what's going on. You get ideas, you get inspired by it. And it, that's what it is. It's very inspiring. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was Paul Spereza. And we'll be listening as we say goodbye to Tyrope. Awesome. Yeah. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video. Only at acaville.org.